Hi there, I'm Holly McDonald with the Costa Mesa Pod, where we discuss all things concerning the lifestyle, businesses, and activities that make Costa Mesa such a great place to live. Today, I'm joined by Michelle Markman. She is a neurodivergent relationship coach, and she's going to tell us a little bit more about her business, which is based right here in Costa Mesa. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Holly. Thank you so much for having me on. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes. So I wanted you to come on and tell the audience a little bit more about your business, what you do, um, how you came to be in Costa Mesa, how your business is here, um, and why it's a good fit. Yeah, absolutely. So I am a neurodivergent relationship coach. I help basically people who feel like they don't belong to find belonging. So anyone who's felt like an alien their whole life or felt disconnected from their community or felt like they've always had a hard time forming relationships or making friends. Um, for me, I'm a late diagnosed adult autistic. I didn't find out till I was in my late 20s. And I spent a lot of time just really feeling like an alien in the world. So I've made that part of my life's mission to help other people to cultivate meaningful relationships friendships, create the families that they want, the community that they want. And the way that I ended up in Costa Mesa was I have been in Irvine um, since 2000. And we moved to Newport World for a little bit when I married my husband. And then we found Costa Mesa. And it's just kind of the perfect middle ground. My parents are in Irvine. We have a a son, my husband and I, so my parents do our childcare. So it's just, it's great to be in a city that's so central, so close to the beach, but affordable. And we're just, we're really happy there. Oh, awesome. Yes. I met your family at an event we did over the winter. So that's wonderful. And it is yeah. with little ones. So great to have family nearby to help out. So how did you find yes. out your diagnosis? Do you want to talk a little bit about that so that other people might know what to look for? Yeah, absolutely. So I found out in college, um, I had kind of a, an unusual upbringing. I went to preschool, kindergarten, first grade, and then was homeschooled second through eighth grade. And so when I went to high school, it was a big culture shock. And then by college, um, I was still struggling with the formal education system. So I got an assessment in college. And that's when I got my diagnosis, but I did not believe it at all because I'm social and I'm female and um, I didn't fit this sort of stigma that you hear that it's only white boys. And, and that's really not the case. So it was a big learning process, you know, to to see the aspects that did align with me and the aspects that didn't and to realize that there's just so much misinformation out there and um I'm just really grateful that I was able to to find that out and that I'm now able to help other people. I love that you're able to help other people. I mean, that's so inspirational and it'll probably help a lot of people feel like less alone and less isolated. So that's amazing. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. Um, what do people, Thank you. what can they expect when they come to work with you as a relationship coach and everything? What, what sort of skills do you work on? Like how does it work when someone contacts you? So it's very tailored to the individual. Um, right now, my program is focused around a few key areas, and that's specifically helping you with self-acceptance and self-love, um, helping you to identify your strengths and your weaknesses, you know, leverage your strengths and scaffold your weaknesses to cultivate 
the relationships that you're looking for. And that's very, very tailored, again, very tailored to the individual. So if you want a romantic partner, we can work on that. If you're looking to build friendships, we can work on that. Um, if it's more of either finding or keeping a job, we can work on job relationships, understanding the social hierarchies and companies and things like that. Um, you know, I help my clients cope for a world that's not designed for them. Tools to deal with overstimulation, understimulation. How to identify what the mask is for you and when it's safe to mask and unmask and how to leverage that as a tool for you. I help my clients to relearn how to play and to get back in touch with their special interests, get back in touch with what they actually love. Um, we spend so much time as neurodivergent individuals and also as women catering to others, we can lose track of what is meaningful to us. So I help my clients to get back in touch with sort of their inner child and to advocate for themselves. So, you know, understand how to set boundaries and how to enforce your boundaries, what your personal boundaries are, and also personal branding. So at the end of my program, I help my clients create sort of an ideal avatar or an image that they present to the world. And you can use tools to make you feel a little bit safer, like a specific sport coat that just makes you feel more empowered. Or I like to wear pearls, or today I'm wearing, you know, my little opal necklace. And just little tools, little pieces of, of clothing that you can wear that can make you feel a little more empowered. Okay. Do you, people come to you, or is it online, or is it a combination? So it's a combination. Mm -hmm. I mostly work online, but I do also do in-person coaching. Okay. Is there... Do you find that there's like a need in our area? I mean, clearly there is, but is there something that, are you seeing that there's a lot of people in like the Orange County area in general that are finding you? Um, and what areas do you cover? Like can people, can they connect with you if they're on the East Coast? How does that all work? Yeah, so I actually work internationally. As long as you speak English, you can work with me. Um, I have a website, so you can find me on my website, which is michellemarkman.com. You book a free transformation call on there. And I really, I do work, I work with people on the East Coast, Central, you know, in here on the West Coast. Um, I have an international client, so it really just depends on, on where you're at. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I think I had seen that yeah. you had done some other sort of um, speaking event maybe back in February. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you do a lot of those too? I do do speaking events occasionally. Yes. Yeah. That's amazing. I think I had read in one of your bios that you had climbed like Mount Kilimanjaro. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. That's so awesome. I climbed Mount Kilimanjaro. That was my last kind of hurrah before I got married to my husband. I went to Africa by myself and climbed the world's tallest freestanding mountain. So that was fun. Oh my God. You have to be so incredibly brave to do that. Like that's something that I think a lot of people wouldn't even know. Like what's the first step to take to do something so awesome. So what a cool story. Yeah. Just a lot of training. I trained for it for a year. So, you know, I mean, there's a lot of physical and mental grit that goes into it and just a lot of preparation and surrendering to surrendering to the process, which is a lot of how life is and really finding a team around you and a community to lift you up because there's an African proverb that says, if you wanna go fast, go alone. If you wanna go far, go together. And oh. it's so true. <laughs> Is there anything that you want to share with people to let them know a little bit more about 
the stigmas and like kind of turning them around? Yeah, I mean, there's just, there's a lot of stigma out there. So, you know, some of the stigmas are that it primarily affects men or primarily affects boys. And even in the medical community, it's still, the statistics are like one in 48 boys are diagnosed and one in 240 something girls are diagnosed. And I think that that comes down to really girls being better at masking. I don't think it's that you're more likely to have the condition if you're male. That's my personal opinion. I think that the the diagnostic criteria is really written for diagnosing males. And so in order to change how we view the whole condition and how we view how the brain is different, we have to rewrite the diagnostic criteria. But really the differences between neurotypical, which is just someone with like a, a standard brain and a neurodivergent brain, which is someone who has a unique kind of brain, is that your brain is wired differently. So neurotypical brains are all pretty much wired the same. We all have the prefrontal cortex, you know, occipital parietal lobes. We have, you know, the basal ganglia. We all have all that. But the neurodivergent brain is going to be connected in different ways. So we're going to have unique tools, unique skills that a neurotypical would not necessarily have. We might have, you know, exceptional hearing. Um, a lot of us can hear like fluorescent lights flickering, which isn't always the greatest skill. But I mean, if you think about it, back in caveman days, we might be the first person to hear a jaguar in the bushes. So, you know, there's different skills and tools and, and capabilities that we have that neurotypical people don't. And I think that the most important thing is moving towards inclusion and just accepting that everybody's human and everybody's different and everybody is the same in a lot of ways. So just accepting our differences and embracing that we're all human, that's, that's what I really wanna move towards. Yeah, and I like um, some of what I saw in your bio was just saying that you do help people kind of uncover their, their superpowers, really, like the things that make their strengths, right, as opposed to what other people might consider yeah. weaknesses. So how is it, like, do people come to you and kind of already know what their strengths are, or is that something that you kind of have to work at and kind of peel back the layers and identify? So it really depends on the client. Some of my clients come in and they know you know, strengths in some areas of their lives and they don't know strengths in others or they just really don't know. And it depends on where they are in their journey. But that's something that we do figure out. We find out, you know, what are your passions? What are your strengths? And I think for neurodivergent people, especially, it's it's really a good thing to use your strengths more than trying to build up your weaker areas because there's so much you can do with your areas of strength once you figure out what those are. Yeah, I'm sure that probably helps people to just feel better about themselves, right? I mean, anytime we can yeah. have more self-confidence by focusing on what we're good at, it's it's a good thing for you. It builds up your ego and everything. So, well, it's so yeah. wonderful that we have someone like you in our community that can help people regardless of where they're at. But, you know, it's awesome that that's something that you know, Costa Mesa has you that can deliver these types of services and coaching to people. So is there anything else you want to let people know where to find you, your website, any sort of social or whatnot? Yeah, absolutely. You can find me on my website at michellemarkman.com. It's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-M-A-R-K-M-A-N.com. Book a free transformation call. It'll change your life in 30 minutes. 
Um, you can also call me if you have questions about neurodivergence or someone in your life that may be neurodivergent. I'm always open and welcoming to any questions you might have. Um, find me on TikTok at Eminem Guide. And yeah, thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, no, thank you so much for all that you do. And thank you for being part of the community. And I'm happy to spread the word about what you can offer to people.